Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Before I jump into the podcast, go over and leave a five-star review. We really love those reviews. Leave some comments. I read all of them, and we would really appreciate that. But before we get started, I definitely want to give a big shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, you get $450 off, and you'll get the best customer service you'll ever expect. Um, just mention Coach Collins, and they'll take really good care of you. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the it is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's something... You know, when I started teachups.com, it was, uh, it, it was something, it was, it was what I would have wanted as a young coach before, you know, all the, the state championships and all the nationally ranked teams that I've coached. Um, and not to brag, just to, to kind of tell um, kind of my journey, I would have killed for this stuff because it would have made my life so much easier, a little bit of everything that you need to become a better basketball coach. And we are the only people out there that offer 14 day free trial because we believe in it so much. Um, follow the roadmap, work on your craft and um, you get me one-on-one mentoring. So I can't imagine anything better than that. I don't know. Um, anyway, go over and check it out and let's head off to the podcast. Well, first, you do, um, if you see me drinking my flavored water or my cheeseburger, I just got done coaching a soccer game, so I'm trying to fit all this stuff in. I'm off tomorrow. Oh, okay. But the question, let's stay on task because yes. the season people are getting in the midst of their season. Uh, the, uh, we have several people have asked questions on our Facebook page, um, and so one of the questions was, how do you establish your offense the first two weeks of practice? That's a great question. I, I mean, so we're, we're kind of tweaking our offense. So if anyone's listening to this, yep, better come scout us. Um, it, it, I, I think it really has to be broken into small little pieces. So we have literally, after, the, after tryouts, we have broken it down into um, small pieces where we're teaching them, you know, we're doing small-sided games. We're teaching them specific moves or specific things that we want them to be able to do in the offense. And then we're bringing it back up into the entire offense. I think the problem, especially with a lot of youth coaches, is they just throw it in there. If they're running dribble drive or read and react, whatever they're running, and they just throw it in and they don't break it into – you got to break it into small skill sets. So um, I think – and we've talked about this. I think it's really important to map out your season, especially the first couple of weeks, of what do you need in for your first opponent. And you definitely need – a basic offense that probably can work against both man and zone. I don't, I mean, I, but I mean, establishing it is important, especially if you're a fast or slow paced team, you have to establish that quickly and often. <laughs> um, you know, some right. of the teams I've had literally practice was a track meet. I mean, I would be tired after an hour and 20 minutes because it was, and then I've also had other teams where we just worked on, setting screens and grinding and, you know, taking 35 seconds off the, sh- off the, off the clock every time. So um, I think those, 
those things are extremely, what you establish early, this you, you, for having 40 kids in your classroom, you can vouch for this. Those <laughs> things that you establish early on the offensive end are going to stick with you for a long time unless you have to break those habits. But how do you do it? Well, I think first off, you have to look at the three components of a good offense, and you have to explain that to your players off. So no matter what you do offensively, you have to have really good spacing. You have to be able to have player movement and ball movement in everything that you do. I think if you can focus on that early in the season, you know, the perfect screening and all that stuff, it's not going to happen. No. If you guys to do that early, I think no, what, no matter offense that you're running, I think those are the three things you've got to constantly look at, almost like a rubric. You know, are we doing these things within our offense? And then you try to better those as you continue on throughout the season. You know, I think what I think you made a great point is establishing your tempo. You know, that's huge uh, because it is just a um, it's trying to figure out what kind of team you're going to team you're going to be early in the yeah. season. You have to figure um, that out so early think, too, and it's like you got to establish it with them, and it's a mental part. Um, and, and then you got to be careful how much you front load. You know, are, are you doing too many sets? Um, are you um, are you going five or six different offenses? Are you? And sometimes it's easier to be simple. I like to be very simple offensively and more complex defensively. And um, that's just been something that I've learned from years past. Is that you know sometimes it's really about getting a lot of shots off and finishing and keeping it simple offensively, and then making defense a little bit more complicated right. in regards to making it harder on the on the opponent. Defense is going to be farther along early too. Right. I think also then designing breakdown drills within your offense. You know, just don't choose uh, breakdown drills because you think they're awesome. They right. have to be relatable to what you're doing offensively. So you can yes. constantly build on what you're doing. Like Everything you're setting, has to Yeah, if you're setting a lot of flutter screens, you've got to do things with flutter screens. If you're setting back screens, if you're setting, you know, down, whatever, maybe you're not screening. Maybe you're working on dribble drive and, and rotate. Uh, all those things, you have to build that in quickly and fast and and that and we're just talking and that i'm just referring to the half court part if you're thinking tempo oh my god it's like that takes months unless they you know they've been doing it since they're in third grade the tempo thing is 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 a harder thing it's easier to slow them than then speed them up i have right and one thing that i notice is that a lot of times they people like to start things um, I like to do things out of the side, out of balance, or um, out, out of inbounds. It, it seems like sometimes they just want to restart everything, like taking the ball on the top of the key. There's never in the game where you, you start in your offense with just starting in the top of the key. Ooh, I love that. That's offense. true. And so often I think people make that mistake of constantly grinding and grinding in the half court. All right, let's go from a side out of bounds play into our offense side out of bounds yeah, I mean, play into the, our here's offense. here's the question i have for you and i've thought about this too it's like how often do we really get side out of bounces into offense or underneath into offense you know how many Not possessions so in a game it's like i think it's really about the progression game right. i used to love to do progressions all right so we're going to go four or five minutes hard or uh, four or five lengths down the court take a free throw do it again process do it again do it again do it again because yes. I just don't think you should constantly be stuck in the half court because yeah. I think it becomes it becomes monotonous. It doesn't become authentic, and it's, and it's too easy. It becomes too easy, and, and kids don't cut. They just stand. They don't move. It's just it's just not a good way no. to really build your offense. You want to try to do things out of the full court into your offense. Yeah, and I think you put a, hit a point too early that that spacing part is really hard for them. <laughs> right. 
it is really hard for them to get that spacing down to under, truly understand what's going on. And really, the spacing starts on the initial break to your area on the offensive side of the floor. You know, are right. our, our guys getting wide? You know, and it's hard to establish if you're constantly doing it in the half court. You know, yeah. you know, guys are, you know, you get them wide and stay wide and, and, and go into that, and then start to take things away. People get comfortable in things that are happening. You know, if you're a pack line defense. Maybe once in a while you got to try to go against a defense that's going to play more up the line. Start right. to challenge the defense to give them different looks. Or go five, go five people on your offense and six guys on defense. Make it a little bit harder. You know, add some traffic. You know, all those things. You know, and be really good at one or two things early on. And then if you can do that, then you can go on to the next level. But you right. those, those are your building slow. blocks. Those are your you building blocks. You to go fast. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. All right, anything else on that? I, that's great. I think that... I, don't overcomplicate things, I think, is one of the big take, takeaways, too. You know, you don't need what you're going to be running three months from now in that first two weeks. You need the basics, and you need to pound the basics um, so that they learn to read things within your offense. All right, Coach. Question of the day is, you're at a away game. What's the one thing you always buy at a concession stand? Uh, I don't do it. Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm a big blow pop person, so... That's that's for volleyball. That's definitely a thing. But um, my one of my assistants always buys the, the opposing um, schools popcorn, and then we have a running scale of who has the best popcorn. <laughs> I um, like that. I yeah, like that. So we always say. I so I always ask, like, where does this rank? You know, it's like we always. So John always buys one, and then we kind of rank the popcorn because I would say the only thing I ever buy it. Um, at a concession stand is usually pick me up. So either a soda or something that get me going. If I'm, right. I'm, I'm dragging. Other than that, I, I never tend to buy anything because my, my stomach is too sick. And yeah, the, the only sick. good thing is like we usually sometimes have leftover hot dogs. They're so yeah. good. I don't. Yeah. They're disgusting. If you do any sort of research on what's in a hot dog, yeah, but hot dogs and the grills are really good too. Yeah, there's something about sitting in that water for three hours and then eating it tastes good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. I don't like. I don't remember a lot of time we bought hot dogs in this house, but I had a, I, I I had a basically Heimlich both of our kids on hot dogs. I did. I mean, it was like projectile. Yeah, well, yeah. it's like a huge choking hazard. For so me. in the end, don't eat hot dogs either. Yeah, don't eat hot dogs. All right, a longer till, life. All right, till next week, Coach. Yep. Couple Thanks. weeks. Countdown. Yep. All right, Sounds bye. Good. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like, no matter where you listen, Apple, Spotify, we love those five-star reviews. Make sure you also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network.